Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. How to make the word work, the prophetic word work. How to make the prophetic declaration work. Pastor, and I tapped into it and it worked. And I tapped, and someone was also saying, but why, how are they tapping into it? Because me, I, I can't feel it. I try it and it doesn't seem to be working. It will work for you from tonight. Amen. It will work for you from tonight in the Amen. name of Jesus. And yesterday I established that to make a prophetic word work for you, number one, you must believe. You must believe. It is non-negotiable. Believing is non-negotiable. He that comes to God must. It's a necessary requirement. The applicant must be a minimum, must have a minimum of A level. <laughs> minimum, must. So if you don't have it, don't go. Or A level, must. If you don't have it, don't go. All right. So it says, if you are coming to God, must believe. Believing is a necessary requirement. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38, the just shall live by faith. My soul will not have pleasure. My soul shall, uh, my soul shall, my, my soul has no pleasure in him. If, but if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. Do you know what? The more you stay in faith, the more God is pleased with you. The less you stay in faith, the less God is pleased with you. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. So you want God to have pleasure in you, it takes faith. Without faith, it is impossible. And he that comes to God must. So you want to see if it's, ah, thank you, Holy Spirit. If it is God behind it, then it takes faith to access it. If it is God behind these declarations, then it takes faith to access it. If it is God behind that miracle, then it takes faith to access it. I see you moving in faith. And Bible calls uh, unbelief an evil heart of unbelief. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 12. Evil heart of unbelief. Evil heart of unbelief. So now, what I'm actually teaching is, um, what I'm actually teaching is also the, the opposite is true. The opposite is the enemies of the fulfillment of the prophetic declaration. So the, the enemies of, to deal with the enemies of the fulfillment of the declaration is now faithlessness and unbelief. So to make it work is faith. Unbelief is an enemy to the fulfillment of the prophetic declaration, to the working of the word. Number two, hope. Hope. As you stay in hope, you stay connected. It says that hope to the end for the, for the grace that it will be revealed at the revelation of Christ. That, that is to come to you at the first Peter chapter 1, verse 13. Hope to the end. Get up the mind, the loins of your mind, and hope to the end. Hope to the end. For the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation. Hope to the end. Hope 5 5, Romans 5 5. Hope make it not ashamed. I like that one so much. Hope make it not ashamed. Hope make it not ashamed. Another translation says, hope does not disappoint. So hope makes us not ashamed. You will not be put to shame in hope. You can't be put to shame in hope. I know I'm talking to somebody with regards to your family and your marriage. Hope to the end. There's a runaway son who is coming back home. There's a runaway husband who is coming back home. 
There's a runaway wife who is coming back home. And there's a runaway daughter who is coming back home. A runaway family member who is coming back home. Hope to the end, I'm telling you. Now, sometimes if you don't think it's, oh, I'm tired now. And now, fasting has even ended. I knew, I knew, I knew that I should have my testimony by Sunday and by the end of this month. And no, no, look, no, 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 hope, keep hoping. Put your hope in God, not the results. Put your hope in God. As you hope, it says, why are thou cast down, omens? I think Psalm 42, verse 2 and verse 5, somewhere, or something like that. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquiet? Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God. Did you see that? Hope thou in God. Hope thou, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. God is helping you, my brother. God is helping you, my sister. Even the fact that you are able, the fact that you have been able to log on to this service is the help of God. It's an extension of God's help. Because what would you have done if you have not discovered, discovered this message, this service, this encounter? What would you have done? But this is the means through which God is meeting you. What would you have done? Some of us wouldn't have known a lot and Satan would have been cashing in on our ignorance. Spiritual ignorance. Spiritual ignorance is more costly than anything you can think about. Because spirituality is, it secures destiny. The, the most important thing about life, it can be, is delivered by spirituality. Your destiny says that exercise your, 2 Timothy chapter, no, 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 7. It says that godly, ex, bodily, physical exercise profits but little. Alright, so let's go to verse 8. Said, exercise yourself unto godliness for bodily exercise profits. Gym, going to gym, it works. Do you hear someone said they were able to shed off the weight, but not the pain? But thank God, God took care of the pain. So it helps. But godly godliness, which is an it takes a godliness is an exercise. You practice, you engage in something. It doesn't I, I mean me after I, I, I used to have a personal trainer, I stopped him from coming. <laughs> because I think he didn't like me. <laughs> Not in that actual sense. Because it was too hard for me. And there was a time I was fasting, long period of fasting. So he himself said, since you are fasting, maybe after the fasting. I said, yeah, 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 it's a good idea. After the fasting, uh, he called, when, Pastor, when are you ready? I said, I will let you know when I'm ready. Over a year now, I haven't called him back. Physical exercise takes a certain level of discipline. It takes a level that, look at the way your tummy is growing, this lockdown. <laughs> Some of us who thought we were slim are now looking quite uh, funny, you know. <laughs> you know the way when, they, when you're a man and your tummy, it's like they've scooped an ice cream, you know, that, the way, you know. But you can shed it off through exercise. What I'm trying to say is, gym is good. Physical exercise has a way of keeping you healthy. It says that it does profit, but its profit is very minimal as compared to the original one. It says, but godliness is profitable for all, how many things? Oh. I can't hear you. Oh. All things. It's profitable for all things. Watch this. Having promise of the life that now is and the eternity. So your destiny here is... Oh, oh, that's what I'm talking about. Your spirituality benefits your destiny here and your 
your eternal destiny. Your eternal destiny. Spirituality. Oh, man, all these things, I'm really, no, I'm, it's not for me. Your destiny is not secure, both on earth and here. And the most important thing on earth is your destiny here. On earth here. That most are all in life. And when you die, where, where are you going to go? What result, uh, what result and what rewards are you going to get? So your destiny in life is secured. Your marital destiny is secured. The destiny of your family, your financial destiny is still, I'm telling you. Amen. I'm telling you. So spirituality is very, it's highly profitable. It's a high profitable venture. Highly profitable. The dividends are so, so great and so reliable and authentic and dependable. And you can, you, you can count on the dividends of your spirituality. Let me say that again. You can count on the dividends of your spirituality because it works. It pays off. It pays off. It pays off to be spiritual. So it says that work, uh, uh, exercise yourself unto godliness. Now, back to what I'm saying. Sometimes if you're not careful, Satan will fight you from all angles that you lose hope. You lose hope. Why are you disquieted within me? Hope in the Lord. Hope that I will yet praise him. I will yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Why are you disquieted? Oh, my soul, why are you quieting me? Don't be quiet. So there are times that your soul can go down, but you have to learn how to, and Bible says, and, but David, 2 Samuel chapter 6, I think there's five or four somewhere there. And, but David encouraged himself in the Lord. There are times that you have to take the responsibility, encourage yourself in the Lord and keep going, keep going. You have been believing God for something and it's delayed and it looks like time has passed. It hasn't happened. No, keep, go, keep trusting and encouraging yourself in the Lord and keep going, keep going. Never give up. God is never late. Never give up. See, David, I was chapter 6, rather, first Samuel chapter 6, I'm sorry, chapter 30, verse 6. David encouraged himself in the Lord. He was greatly distressed, for the people said they would stone him because of the source of all that. And David encouraged, but David encouraged himself in the, in the Lord his God. You must learn how to encourage yourself. Say, my soul, praise the Lord. My soul, praise the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And tell yourself, David, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Why are you why discouraged? Why are you discouraged? No, hope in God. Your future is bright. Stay spiritual, bro. Stay spiritual. They, sometimes they make it look like spirituality is all about religion. No, it's not about religiosity. There are people who are religious and it doesn't take them anywhere. You can't be spiritual and you don't you won't produce results. Yeah. You can't be spiritual without producing glorious results. Yeah. When you are spiritual, you produce glorious, productive results. That is like the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. It comes through spirituality, not religiosity. Mm. Anyway, so there is hope for your future. Jeremiah 31 verse 7. I quoted all that yesterday. Now, the last thing. So number one is faith. Number two is hope. And then the last one I want to make is that you have to guard against loose tongue. You want the prophetic word to work for you. Guard against loose tongue. Guard against loose tongue. Or be careful not to misuse your tongue. Your tongue. I mean your tongue. Your words. Be careful not to misuse your words. 
misuse your tongue. Say, you just say anything at all. You say, oh, I'm just joking. He said, let not cause joke. Cause jokes. He said, let all cause jokes or jestings be put away from you. Be put away from you. Cause jokes and jestings. Let them be put away from you. Let them not proceed out of your mouth. Ephesians chapter 5. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of time. That's what verse 3, look at verse 3. But fornication and uncleanness and covetous, let it, let it not even be named amongst you as, not, as fitting for saints. So the people who want pastors to be quiet and not mention uh, about fornication, not say anything. About, uh, I'm sharing a flat with my girlfriend, my boyfriend. I'm just coming to church. Leave us alone. Let us. No, no, no. We won't leave you alone. We won't leave you alone. We won't leave you alone. We are not. We are not social service providers. We are. We are spiritual people. We are agents of God. We don't carry our own message. What God says is what we will say. We won't leave you alone. Move out of that house, girl. Move out. <laughs> Move out. We won't leave you alone. Move out. Stop the fornication. <laughs> is that if you are a believer, it shouldn't be named amongst you. Fornication and uncleanness. Uncleanness is pornography and all those kind of stuff. Orgies and threesome. I mean, some of pollution. It should not be made name about all covetousness. You want to grab this somebody's way. One day I have to go, to, I have to actually speak, teach about the Ten Commandments. <laughs> Ten Commandments. God <laughs> shall not covet. <laughs> okay. God against covetousness. Let it not even be named amongst your filth. Then he goes on to say, verse 4, go to neither filthiness, filth, some things are not, it's not right, filthiness, nor foolish talking. You see that? Nor cause jesting. Put it away. It shouldn't be named amongst you. In Colossians, I think, chapter 4, verse 6 also, he says that let your words be seasoned with salt, that it might minister grace to your hearers. What? Mm. Yeah, six four. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each each one. Seasoned with salt. So, back to the point I'm making. Don't avoid loose tongue. Bible. This is how Bible puts it in Proverbs chapter eighteen, verse twenty and twenty one. It says that a man's belly. A person's belly shall be filled with the fruit of his lips. What you are saying is what determines what is entering your stomach. <laughs> Jesus said, it is not what comes out of a man that, uh, what enters a man that pollutes him. It's what is coming out of him that is, that is polluting his destiny. What? Yeah, Jesus said it. I think Matthew chapter 15, verse 8 or 8, verse 15, somewhere there. He said, it is not what comes out of a man that pollutes him, but it is, verse 11 is that, not what goes, that goes into a man that defiles him, but what is coming out of your, man, your mouth is what is defiling, polluting your destiny. So we are declaring, but you pollute it and it doesn't work. Because you receive and say something else. What we say, the amen we say, should not be just for service. It should be for life. Mm -hmm. So when you, are, you hear, God is blessing you and you say amen, that means that after the service, you are <laughs> going to keep saying amen and no, God is blessing me. You won't change their confession. Don't change it. Wow. Don't change it. At the, uh, 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 at the site of contrary situations, 
The Bible says that these are those, when uh, you're talking about the sower, went to sow a seed. These are those who fell by the rock and they received the word with joy. Mark chapter 4. They received the word with joy, I think from verse 14 somewhere there, Luke as well. They received the word with joy. But when temptation, persecution arise for the word's sake, they fall away. He said they fall away. He says that uh, they have no roots in them, so they endure for a time. But afterwards, when tribulation or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. Don't change your confession. This is how Jesus puts it. Jesus, Jesus said, everyone will give an account for every idle word. Matthew chapter 12, verse 36. Every idle word you give. He said, don't think you'll go free. Every, oh, I didn't mean it, yeah, but you said it. I didn't mean it, but you said it. I didn't mean it, but you said it. For He said, by, look, at, look at verse 37. By your words, you shall be condemned. By your words, you will be justified. And by not your, your, what you intended, the words that came out, you will be condemned. So the outcome of the word of God that has been declared over your life has a lot to do with how you watch against a loose tongue. It's not everything you can say when you are believing God for something else. You are believing God for a husband and you keep talking. As for this marriage thing, is getting very hard. I don't even think I'll ever get the chance to get married. That's why the thing, you have invalidated all these declarations. Miracle marriage, miracle marriages. And so me, the thing is, doesn't look like it's for me. It's not working. Ah, Satan is waiting to hear that one. He just wants you to say it so that he can use your words against you. In in UK, when the police arrest you, it says that, uh, how did they put it? Uh, whatever you say shall be held against you in court you or something. You have the right to remain silent. You have the, thank you, Pastor. You have the right to remain silent. Uh -huh. For everything you say, what? May be used in evidence against you. Yes, whatever you say will be used in evidence against you. Pastor Frank, you have never been arrested. Let, let the people who have been in tell us. <laughs> Hallelujah. Everything you say will be used against you. It's a deep spiritual principle. Bible says that a, man, a man's belly shall be satisfied uh, with good by the fruit. Uh, 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 Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 18, 20. A man's, a, man, a man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. With the increase of a slave shall he be filled. Whatever is increasing in your mouth is what your life is going to see. Look at verse 21. Life and death, death and life are in the power of what? The tongue. It's, it's your tongue. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and 6. Look at Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and 6. It says that, Suffer not your mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. Hey! Do you see that? Don't allow your mouth to lead you in a way that is not healthy for your future. Because what you are saying is building your future. It's programming your future. It doesn't matter what the reality is or what seems to be around you. The reality is your mouth, you have tongue to create your future. Create your own. Create your future by what you say. Don't change your confession. Homologia. 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 Speak the word. Speak the word. Speak what you want to see. Speak what you don't say what you don't want to see. Don't say what you don't want to see. Please. 
say what you want to see. He says that, be careful, and uh, Ecclesiastes 5, 6, that thou does not cause your mouth. Can you imagine? That does not cause thy flesh. He said, suffer, sorry, suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. Suffer not, he said, neither say thou before the angel that it was an error. You didn't mean what you said. Wherefore should God be angry at your voice and destroy the works of your hands? Don't <laughs> you can't say, oh, I didn't mean it. You said it. Albert, you said it. And it's taken. It's taken spiritually. It carries weight because you are a spirit. You are a spirit. Whether you are born again or even not, you are still a spirit. Let alone you are born again. The word of God is in you and the power of God is inside. When you speak, it carries weight. When you speak, it carries weight. Mothers, some mothers have compromised and shattered their children's destiny by the things they've said over their children. Some of you, you go to the hospital, the doctors tell you, you have a lot of complexities, complications, and it looks like you will die very young. Tell them, I'm not dying young. Tell them, speak back. Don't keep quiet. <laughs> don't keep, I'm not dying young. Not in an arrogant way, but tell them, no, 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 I don't, I think, you know, I'm not dying young. I am not dying young, and I'm not dying soon. Oh, well, that, that, this is how they go. Well, we've just told you. Yeah, I'm also, I've also told you. <laughs> the fact that you are doing a job doesn't mean you can tell me how my life will end. Yeah. Oh, but, but these are experts. They are experts. Who is more expert? The word or them? Whose report would you believe? Don't keep quiet. Some of you, you are students, and you have teachers who keep poisoning that as for you, I don't think you can do anything good in life. Mother, father, when that you go to that parent's evening and your the teacher of your child tells you your child, it doesn't look like it can do anything better in life. Look at them and tell them that you are very wrong. My child will achieve more than you. <laughs> or more than your best students in this class. My child, you will achieve. Speak it! Some parents have shattered your child's destiny by saying, look at your head. There's nothing in your head. Just like your useless father. Just like your useless father. Mom, well, how can you say that? You know the father is useless and you have taken, transported, transferred, the way you transfer money from accounts. You've transferred from the father's account into your son's account. How? Because you don't like the father and you know the father is useless. You import it into the, the, oh, but you didn't mean it. Don't suffer not thy mouth to cause your flesh to sin. <laughs> hey! Watch out against loose tongue. Watch out. Jesus said, by your words you shall be judged. By your words you shall be condemned. By your words you shall be justified. By your words. Not somebody's words. Your words. Your words. So when God inspires me and I make a declaration, what you also say matters. That's why sometimes I say, say this. Say amen. What you say, you start it. As soon as the word comes, you say and catch it. You say and catch it. Somebody's getting blessed. Amen. You. No, you say amen. You say, that's me. You say, amen. You say, I receive. Say something. Let your word meet the word. Let your word meet the word. Don't remain silent. Speak out. Speak out. Speak out. King Agrippa said, Paul, you are free to speak for yourself. <laughs> I think Acts chapter 26, verse 1 or so. Paul, you are free to speak for yourself. That's why God gave you a mouth. Don't be silent. Speak out. Speak out. You are permitted to speak for yourself. 
I'm also telling you by the power of the Holy Ghost that you are permitted to speak for yourself. Psalm, Psalm 34, verse 12 and 13. Look at this. Psalm 34, verse 12 and 13. Thank you, Jesus. Who is the man who desires life and loves day, many days, that he may see good? This is a serious one. Who is the person, the man that means a person, okay, who desires life, you desire life, and loves many days that you will see good? Look at the next verse. Keep his tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Keep your tongue. Your tongue will determine the quality of your life. What, you, what keeps coming out of your mouth? Keep your tongue. Sometimes the devil will make somebody say something for you to repeat it. Don't repeat something. Something should never be repeated. If you don't, you know this is not right for my destiny. It shouldn't be repeated. It shouldn't be repeated. It shouldn't be repeated. It says you want to see uh, good days, many days, good. Keep your tongue from. Uh, if you want to say who is the man who who loves, who desires life, loves many days, and to see good, then keep your tongue from evil. Wow, this is serious. Wow, keep your tongue from evil. Numbers chapter 14, verse 28. Yesterday I quoted it. You want the prophetic word to work? Watch. Watch out against loose tongue. Watch out against um, mm. careless and careless words, useless words. Watch out against the, the misuse of your tongue. Don't misuse your tongue. Life, life and death are in the power of your tongue. Don't misuse it. Don't misuse it. Can you imagine when the okay, let's finish this text and then I'll I'll read one and then we close. Say to them, this God, as I live, says the Lord, just as you have spoken in my hearing, so I will do to you. <laughs> God said, as you have spoken, this is what I will do. As you have. That's why it's good to pray. It's good to pray. Well, you can use this for your prayer topic uh, as, a, as a prayer scripture. God, you said, just after I spoke in your ears, you will do. I'm praying about this marriage. I'm praying about this cause. I'm praying about this situation. Pray. Just as you are spoken. Just as you are spoken. Final scripture on this and I'll show you something. In James chapter 3, verse 2, verse 5, verse 8. James chapter 3, verse 2. He said, for we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man and able to bridle the whole body. Mm. Mm -hmm. Your words, the tongue is powerful. If you can get your tongue in control, your life will be in in order yeah if you can get your tongue in control your life will be in order the it, it, loose tongue and careless of misuse of the tongue is a major enemy against a prophet fulfillment of a prophetic declaration that's what i'm trying to say it's a major enemy loose tongue is a major enemy useless tongue loose tongue Misuse of the tongue is a major enemy against the fulfillment of your prophetic destiny or the prophetic declaration. Look at verse 5, James chapter 3, verse 5. It says that, <laughs> it said, even so, even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest. Give me New King James, a King James, please. I like it, a matter. I like the matter. Behold, how great a matter, a little fire can let. That's, that's why uh, New King James uses the forest. Because you can have 
big forest fires, bush fires, big one, which was started by some little fire, one spark, one spark started the whole fire, the whole, I mean, the place is burning. How? Small fire. And he says their tongue is like that. How great a matter a little fire can let. It kindles a great matter. You think it's simple. Oh, I didn't mean it. But sister, you are kindling a great fire. I didn't mean it. Brother, you are kindling a great fire. Your tongue, be careful. Rail it in. Hold your tongue. Hold your tongue. Be careful what you are saying. Watch what you are saying. Watch what you are saying. There's a word of God over your life. There's a word of prophecy over your life. There's a word of de a declaration to benefit. Declaration to benefit your health in spite of the coronavirus. There is a declaration to benefit your health, to secure your health. I'm telling you. So watch what you say. Watch your tongue. Watch out. Watch out. What you are saying is about to invalidate the program of God for your life, the prophetic agenda of God for your life. What you are saying. What you are saying. What you are saying. Watch out. Yes, Lord. Watch out. There is, Bible said, death and life are in the power of the tongue. You open your mouth, you are releasing death or you are releasing life. Verse 8 of James chapter 5. Verse 8. And the verse said, how, how big a matter a little fire can lit. That's a serious one. Right? That's in some way. You can also put it on your WhatsApp. So anytime you're about to put a statement there, it reminds you. How, how great a matter a little fire can lit. How great a matter a little fire can lay. Look at verse 8. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Can you imagine? The tongue is full of deadly. So if you are not careful, you poison your future with your tongue because mm. it's an unruly thing. That's why verse 2 says that anyone who is able to control the tongue, you are a perfect man. The perfect means that things will be the way they should be. Wow. If you are able to hold it, Things can be the way they should be. Not only what you are saying, what you are typing too matters. <laughs> what you are typing, the text, the emails, the, what you are typing too matters. Uh, one of the things that I, 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 I learned very quickly in United Kingdom is when you are filling forms. It's full of forms. Everything fills a form because your words are there in print. You can't be changed. <laughs> There are people who came to United Kingdom and they came with one name. Later on, they changed the name, but they didn't realize that the original name was been recorded. So they didn't know. Or they ask you, how long are you filling a form? How long have you lived in this address? And you say, you, are, you say, oh, you've been there for six years. Meanwhile, you are filling the other one and you, you feel I've been there for 18 years. <laughs> the worst. So that... WhatsApp you are sending, that direct message, the Instagram message you are sending to that lady, it's, it, is, it is there against you. And some of us, some people have saved a message you sent. Hey. Saved it, yes. Some messages you sent, it has been saved. One day it can be used against you. But may God. God cause that day never to come. May hey, God cause say. that day never to hey, come. Hey. In the name of Jesus. Hey. Sometimes not even just words. Your videos are somewhere. Hey. Hey, sister, your video, hey, it can be used against oh, you. But may God, God forbid, God forbid, God forbid. In Jesus' name. May it be deleted. And so in Acts chapter 4, verse 2, 
Can you imagine when the Holy Ghost came upon them, they began to speak in tongues. God, the evidence of the presence of the Holy Ghost started working on their tongue. Their tongue. Their tongue. It began to have an impact on their tongue. Because the tongue is a is it can be a deadly thing or a life generating thing. So Holy Ghost, when it came upon them, every time there's the Spirit of God, read the whole the Bible. Every time the Spirit of excuse me, every time the Spirit of God comes upon a person, there is an influence, there is a reaction on the tongue. Yeah. They begin to speak. Elizabeth, when the uh, she heard the salutation of Mary. Bible says that the baby in her womb, that she was filled with the Holy Spirit. And then she opened her mouth and said, Blessed are you! Luke chapter 1, verse 40, 41. She opened her mouth. Blessed are you! She was filled with the Holy Ghost instantly and began to speak. Spoke with a loud voice. Blessed are you! No, verse 41. Look at verse 41. Verse 1. Then it happened. When Elizabeth heard the greetings of Mary, that the baby lived in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. you see that? Filled with the Holy Ghost and she spoke. Read the Bible. And they all with the Holy, they all, they all filled the Holy Spirit and began, Acts chapter 2, verse 4. They began to speak with tongues. Acts chapter 10, uh, chapter 19, verse, verse 5. When Paul had laid his hand on them, they, they filled the Holy Ghost and they began to speak. They began to speak. In Acts chapter 10, verse 4, uh, uh, for, uh, for, uh, 44 and 46, it says, Whilst Peter was speaking, the Holy Ghost fell upon all those who heard the words. And then verse 46 says, The circumcision who have come with Peter, they were astonished. Verse 46, For they heard them speaking. When the Holy Ghost came upon them, it has, has a direct impact on your tongue. Direct impact. Bible says that, and when they had prayed, Acts chapter 4, verse 31, when they had prayed, the place where they stood, they had assembled, was shaking, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And what happened? What happened? And they spoke. They spoke. They spoke. When the Holy Ghost comes upon you, one of the areas he affects quickly is your tongue, because your tongue will release life or death. I bless you. I bless you. Amen. I release life into your health. Amen. I release life into your health. Amen. I cast that spirit of death that has been assigned against you. I cast it out of your life. And I release life. I release healing. I release healing. I release peace. I release your prosperity. Receive it. I release your liberty. Your freedom. Receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. Shall I receive? I receive. I receive. I receive. Hallelujah. 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 As soon as you shout hallelujah, you are declaring God be praised as you are going on into the life. God be praised. Praise into your future. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Someone shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. That means God be praised into your future. There are enemies that will fight against the fulfillment of the prophetic word you have received. The fulfillment of that declaration. How you are able to tap into it. Faith, hope, and right confession will deal with it. In other words, you need faith. You need your hope. Satanic plans to make you hopeless. Don't give up. Mm. Never give up because God is never late. Amen. And watch out against loose tongue. Watch out against the misuse of your tongue. And everything changes. I see someone for seeing the fulfillment of the prophetic word over your life is coming. It will be fulfilled. Amen. Nothing will stop. This year will be your best year ever. Amen. This year Amen. will be your best year so far. 
It will be your best. I'm telling you, it will be your best. He said, "Arise and shine, for the light is come, for the, the glory of the Lord is risen upon you." He said, "Darkness shall cover the earth, gross darkness the people, but the Lord, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and His glory shall be seen. People will see. Hey, hey." I like testimony speaks out. Testimonies are not silent. He said, it says that when the Lord turned our captivity, our mouths were filled with laughter. Then was said amongst the hidden, the Lord has done great things for them. People yes. will see. People will see. People will see. People will see. Amen. The Lord, it says that it's upon you, and people will see the 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 hand the hand of the Lord is upon you, and people will see it. Amen. Arise and shine. Darkness shall cover the people. Gross darkness shall cover the earth. Gross darkness the people. But the Lord. Someone say, but the Lord. But the Lord. Say it again. But the Lord. In other words, despite what is happening generally to everybody or to a lot of people, your own, there is a but. Anytime uh, the word but is introduced, it changes the direction of what has been said previously. So it changes it. When they say but, so darkness, but, that means no more darkness. See, darkness, but it terminates the, what has been said and introduces something different. He said, but the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory be seen on you in the mighty name of jesus so shall it be in jesus name amen. amen thank you for listening to hear more from david entry follow him on facebook instagram twitter and linkedin why don't you subscribe to our youtube channel at Karis church and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date be blessed